Cause I'm the one And just ask me Ooh, And it shall be done And don't bother To Hey y'all, happy Monday, happy October. Y'all, it's a new month and I truly believe that the month of October is gonna be a month of open doors. And when I say open doors, I'm not only talking about physically, but I'm believing God to open up some doors spiritually for us. And so I'm super excited because this month I have some awesome things planned for open door October. Open door October um, is gonna be a month where we're gonna be praying more, fasting more, and we're just gonna be intentional. And in this month, I am challenging you. I know for me personally, I do a lot of pouring out to people, right? I pour out of um, just people. And it's not always seen on Instagram. It's not always seen, you know, um, or heard on this podcast, but I do a lot of pouring out. But the month of October, I am dedicating this month to being poured more into. And so two things that I'm doing, um, and I want you all to join me, is I'm going to be doing a week-long prayer challenge. And so make sure that you are following Released Women on Instagram because I'm going to get more details on that. And we're also doing another three-day fast. The last fast, y'all, guys, blew my mind um he opened doors I met my boyfriend which is crazy um and I was even fasting for a boyfriend that's a whole nother story child I was really fasting because I just wanted to be in the right posture and in the right position to hear what God wanted me to do um with my life and so God blessed me even more than I even could fathom um, at that point. So we're going to be doing another three-day fast this month. And I want you to really do whatever it takes to pour into yourself this month. Um, Again, if you're like me, we do a lot of pouring out to people. But the month of October is going to be not a selfish month because whenever God tells you to pour into somebody, I definitely want you to do it. Whoever he tells you to bless, do it. But I want you to be intentional about what you're hearing, what you're seeing, um, and what you're allowing to feed into your spirit. So watch more sermons. Um, But pray and ask God like, like, who should I be listening to in this um, season? Because everybody's voice is not meant to be heard by you, if that makes sense. Um, what books should you be reading? I'm reading a book called um, Unhidden. Um, and I can put that in the book note. I mean, the the show notes for you. But it's really good. And I feel like I am entering into a season where God is hiding me. Um, because he really wants to deal with things past the surface. Um, and I'm also going to be picking back up a fictional book. Like I want to escape reality. So I actually borrowed some of my mom's um black romantic books from back in the day, honey. So I'm de- 
I'm going back, like back, back. Um, and so I'm going to be digging into some fictional books and reading about some fictional um, characters and not spending so much time on social media or so much time on watching TV, but just doing things that feed my spirit. Because in order to pour out, I definitely have to be poured into. So October, open door October, I am believing God to open some doors for us, not only physically or in the natural, but spiritually as well. And so I'm super excited about the things that um, we're going to be doing in the release women community um like i said we're going to do a do a prayer challenge and we're also going to do another three-day fast the last um three-day fast was a blessing not only for myself but to a lot of you and so i'm super excited about what god is going to do through this next three-day fast so again make sure that you are connected to us on instagram at the released women ig page okay and i'll put the link to that in the show notes as well so let's get into this week's episode. We have been digging deeper. We have been digging deeper because I feel like God wants us to press through and go past the surface and dig deeper into what he's called us to dig deeper into. And last week we looked at fasting and this week we're going to be looking at prayer. And I have um, a book with me that's going to kind of guide today's discussion. Um, it's called Understanding the Purpose and Power of Prayer. Um, Earthly License for Heavenly Interference. And this book is by Dr. Miles Monroe. This book changed my life. And so I'm going to be referencing this book a lot. And so I'm going to, of course, give credit where credit is due. Um, And I'm going to be sharing with y'all 12 effective ways um, or 12 action steps to prayer. And I'm also going to be sharing with y'all... some things that may cause hindrance to prayer. Okay. So major hindrance to prayer. You may be wondering like, why my prayers don't get answered or what am I doing wrong? Well, I want to share that too. And those came from this book, but I'm going to also start off with, um, some scripture as to why I think it's important for us to kind of know about prayer. I think a lot of us make prayer more difficult than what it really is. We'll sit in church and we'll hear the our thousand you know what i'm saying like we try to pray like our pastors be praying and because we're trying to pray like our pastors are praying we miss out on the the intimacy um of prayer we miss out on the relationship that prayer creates with god and so i wanted to do this episode because some of you you know, you, 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 you don't think you have what it takes to pray, but prayer is so much easier than what you, you think it is. Um, and two, prayer is, prayer has changed my life and I wanted to focus more on prayer. Um, not only this week, but in this season, because I know that, um, I have been distracted a little bit, I'm completely honest. And so I want to dig deep into prayer. And so this episode is not only for you, but it's for me as well. And so I'm going to be coming from Matthew chapter 17, verses 19 through 21. Um, Matthew chapter 17, verses 19 through 21. Now in some... um translations of the bible um you won't see a verse 21 okay because it's if you go to mark chapter 9 you're going to see the same story and so verse 21 in some um translation of the bible basically comes from mark 9 um verse 29 so if you're reading your bible with me and you're like Jess, i don't see a verse 21 because i was actually looking at my my bible that i have um my physical bible and it went from verse 20 to 22 and i'm like wait a minute now where is verse 21 so not every translation is going to have verse 21 but it is the exact same thing that mark chapter 9 verse 29 says okay so again i'm going to be reading from matthew chapter 17 verses 19 through 21 matter of fact i'm going to start at verse 14 and it says jesus heals a demon possessed boy so verse 14 through verse 
21. At the foot of the mountain, a large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures and he suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't heal him. Jesus said, you faithless and corrupt people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me, child. Jesus sounded like he was really agitated because like, what are y'all good for? That's how I feel like Jesus was feeling. Um, Verse 18. Then Jesus rebuked the demon in the boy and it left him. From that moment, the boy was well. Afterward, the disciples asked Jesus privately, why couldn't we cast out that demon? Verse 20, you don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. i tell you the truth. If you have faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. Some manuscripts add verse 21, so here's verse 21. But this kind of demon won't leave except by prayer and fasting. I'm going to read that again. But this kind of demon won't leave except by prayer and and fasting and so y'all i want you to understand this there are things that you are trying to get from god there are things that you want god to do in your life but verse 21 tells us that there are only certain things that will come through prayer and fasting prayer is important and fasting is important and that is why i wanted to um that is why i wanted to um do the episode on fasting yesterday i mean not yesterday but last week because of the simple fact that y'all it's time for us to start fasting especially with what's going on in the world it's time for us to dig deeper and the number one thing to do while trying to dig deeper is fasting and prayer okay so it's one thing to pray but you have to have faith okay the men the disciples asked jesus why couldn't we cast out the demon like what were we doing wrong that you that you did right, right? And it's one thing to pray, but you have to have faith, y'all. And Jesus and God doesn't ask us for a big thing of faith or a big size of faith because we're human, right? And a lot of times we are moved by what we see or what we don't see. But God tells us if we just have a mustard seed of faith, and I don't know about you or if you've ever seen an actual mustard seed, but y'all, it is so tiny. When I say it's tiny, it is tiny, okay? It is old tiny okay and so faith isn't denying reality it's inserting a greater reality let me say that again faith isn't denying reality it's inserting a greater reality so it's saying god although it doesn't look like what i want to look like right now i am believing what you your word says about my situation although i don't see god how you're going to make a way i want to believe and stand on the promise that god you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that i could ever hope for or think or imagine okay small faith can produce big results remember that small faith so mustard size a mustard seed size faith can produce big results another thing that i want you to remember is don't let prayer be your last resort but your first stop a lot of times and i know for me this happened more when i was first starting to build my own um relationship with god because for a long time i've shared in the past that my relationship up until I want to say up until my freshman year of college, my relationship with God was basically built off of my parents' relationship with God or my grandparents' relationship with God or what I heard um, 
my past are talking about, but it wasn't until my freshman year of college that I began to build a relationship with God for myself, right? And the in my earlier years of my relationship with God, I would always go to prayer last. So when I was when I had my heart broken, I would go to get God. Or when people were mistreating me, I would run to God. So I was always going to prayer last instead of going to prayer first. God wants prayer to be our first answer, our first response. Not our last response or not, oh, well, I've tried everything else. Now let, now let me turn to prayer. No. God wants prayer to be our first, our first stop, not our last resort. Since you have got to make prayer a lifestyle. I know for me, for a while, I used to only pray like in the morning or I would pray at night. But y'all, make prayer a lifestyle. You can pray all day, every day. Right. And when you learn that prayer is really just a conversation with God, you won't feel that you have to fit fit prayer into a box. So you won't feel like you only have to pray at church or you only have to pray when you first wake up in the morning or you only have to pray when you're about to go to sleep. No, pray all day, every day. And I know for me, dealing with different people, dealing with different spirits and just going through life in general, I wouldn't be able to survive if I did not make prayer a lifestyle. Make Prayer a lifestyle, y'all. My next point is this. Make prayer a conversation. Prayer is not only you talking to God and you talking, talking, talking. And I, and let me be honest. I have to get better at this. There are moments when I'm really good at this. And then there are moments where life gets me so busy that I, I lack in this area. But prayer is a conversation, Don't just talk, talk, talk to God and then just get up and go about your business, right? Now, there are some moments when you may, you may have to do that. Again, we're trying to make prayer into a lifestyle. So you may be on your, you may be in the restroom, right? You taking a quick bathroom break while you're at work and you don't got time to really sit and get a, have, listen to what God tells you. But when you make prayer a lifestyle, y'all, God will begin to speak to you throughout, throughout the day. And the reality is this, God is always speaking to us. It's just that we don't have the spiritual eyes or the spiritual ears to listen. Like we're not tuned in. And there are things that are distracting us um, from being able to hear all the things that God is saying to us. God can send you an answer through a coworker. God can send you an answer through um, a, a sermon that you may be watching. God is always talking to us, right? But you have to ask God to remove all the distractions or help you to, um, how can I say this? Grow your spiritual eyes and your spiritual ears so that you can hear the things that he's saying to you on a regular. But make sure that you're listening. Prayer is a conversation. It shouldn't be one-sided, but it should be you talking to God, but you also listening to God. My next um, point is be persistent in prayer. Be persistent in prayer. I'm going to go to Luke chapter 11, verses 6 through 10. Luke chapter 11, verse 6 through 10. And it says, um, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom, don't bother me. The door is locked for the night and my family and I are all in bed. I can't help you. But I tell you this. Though, though he won't do it for a friendship's sake, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless 
persistence. And so I tell you, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. So be persistent in your prayer, y'all. Keep seeking. Keep knocking. Keep looking. Number seven, back your prayer up with belief. And y'all, I'm going to get into the 12 action steps of prayer. Um, so some of the things I may say with the 12 action steps may um, repeat what I'm saying based off what I know to work for me. Um, so if you hear it again, just, you know. <laughs> um, number eight, what are you believing God for in this season? Whatever you're believing God for in this season, just know that it's bigger. It is bigger then what your God is bigger than what you're believing for. God is bigger than the job you're believing for. God is bigger than the healing you may be looking for. God is bigger than the clarity you may need. So just remember that God is bigger, but whatever he's bigger than whatever you are believing him for in this season. And number nine, start preparing for what you're believing God for today. And so I want to quickly give you 12 action steps to prayer. And this comes from the understanding, the purpose and power of prayer um, from Dr. Miles Monroe. It's a great book and I highly recommend it. Um, and so this is just the cliff notes, but these are 12 action steps to prayer. Number one, become silent. When you begin to enter into prayer, first get quiet and eliminate distractions. Okay, eliminate distractions. So you shouldn't be trying to pray and be on Instagram at the same time. Because then you might miss what God is trying to do. So become silent. Number two, give adoration. Worship God. Express how much you adore him. Okay? Worship God. Um, number three, make confessions. Not only are you talking about your sin, but this is a time for you to agree with what God um, says about you. It's a time for you to agree with God about what he says to you and about you. So make your confessions. What does God say about you? God says I'm the head and not the tail. God says he will place me above and not beneath, right? God says he will supply all of my needs according to his riches and his glory. So in confession not only means confessing your sin, but it also means that you are agreeing with God about what he says to you and what he says about you. Number four, give thanks. Give thanks to the things that God says about you. Give thanks to God for forgiving you for your sins. Number five, make supplication. That means to intercede and petition. That means who are the people you're praying for? You are interceding on the behalf of others. People that are sick. People are who, who are broken. People who are lost, right? And then you're petitioning to God about your needs too. Number six, and this is very important, specify petitions and requests be specific and intentional okay one way to do this is to write down the things you want to pray for and then next find scriptures that back up what you're praying for so when you start to pray about those things Say God's word back to him. One thing about God's word is that it cannot return to him void. So write down the names and the things that you are believing God for and that you're going to be praying about. And then find scriptures throughout his word that support and back up what God's word says about what you're praying about. Because again, God's word will not return to him void. Him void. Number seven, secure the promises. When you petition the Lord, take God's promises before him, applying them to the specific requests you are making. Then hold on to God's promises. So that kind of goes with, well, not kind of, that goes back with number six, where it says specify petitions and requests. Okay. Number eight, plead the case. 
This does not mean that you beg God, right? This means that he wants us to come to him with an attitude that says, God, you're the only one who can help me, okay? So plead the case does not mean that you're begging or moaning before God, but pray intelligently because you rightfully deserve the answer based on God's promises. That's why it's important for us to read our Bibles because a lot of us are sweating and stressing over things that God has already promised us, right? So we are stressing and worrying about things that the world tries to make us beg for that God has already promised us. That's the word, Jess. Okay, let me say that again. That's why it is important for us to read our Bibles because there are a lot of us who are stressing and sweating over things that the world will try to make you beg for that God has already promised us. Get into our word, y'all. Number nine, believe believe god is moved by our faith i said that last week god is not moved by our temple tantrums but he is moved by our faith and number 10 give thanks thank god for what you don't yet see because you believe it is already done number 11 live in expectation anticipate the answers to your prayers by preparing the way for them right live in expectation that is so important and number 12 Practice active belief. Don't stop after you have prayed. Get up and look for what you have asked for. So if you see, if not, excuse me, it will come to pass. So practice active belief. That means to seek. That means to keep knocking, right? That keeps, that means to keep searching. Whatever God has for you, y'all, is for you. Now, a lot of you may think like, Okay, Jess, I have been praying and praying and nothing seems to be happening. Like, what's up with that? So before I go, I want to leave you with 10, I'm sorry, 11 major hindrance to prayer according to Dr. Miles Monroe. So the first one is sin. Okay. The second one is fear. The third one is guilt. So if you, um, if you keep beating yourself up about something that you've already repented for, Okay. Number four, feelings of inferiority. As God's beloved children, we are not beggars in prayer. We can pray confidently based on God's word. Again, that's why it's important for us to know God's word. Um, Jesus' testimony in the Spirit's advocacy. Number five, doubt. Doubt hinders our prayers because we don't truly believe what we are saying. Number six, wrong motives. When we have our priorities right, Putting God's kingdom and honor above all else, he will hear our prayers and meet our daily needs. So a lot of us have the wrong motives. We want prayers answered that will just only bless us, right? So wrong motives. Number seven, bitterness. Who are we still mad at? Who are we still um, having animosity with? Who are we jealous of, okay? Um, Number eight, unforgiveness. That goes with bitterness. So a lot of us are still, a lot of us are, how can I say this? I hear so many conversations where people are happy that they have forgotten people, but they haven't forgot, haven't forgiven them. Like, I just, I don't, I never have really understood that. So a lot of us are not having our prayers answered because we are still, we have unforgiveness in our heart. Like we are still mad at people that hurt us five years ago. And those people that we're mad at are one, keeping us. Well, we're keeping ourselves from our prayers being answered, but a lot of those people that we still have unforgiveness in our heart against, they're living their lives, right? But we're still up here stuck trying to figure out why our prayers won't be answered. Um, Number nine, 
um, broken family relationships, 10 idols, right? If 2020 didn't teach us nothing else, 2020 should have showed you that God basically shipped away all of our idols. Um, and number 11, stinginess, stinginess. Okay. Um, so those are 11 major hinder hindrances to prayer based upon understanding the purpose and power of prayer by Dr. Mouse Monroe. And so y'all, I want you in this season to ask God to show you how to pray. If you don't have the words to say, the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you in your in your prayers, right? I want you to make prayer a lifestyle. Don't just feel like you got to fit prayer in the morning time or right at night when you're about to go to bed. But try to fit prayer all day, every day. Because prayer is a conversation with God. Of course, my prayers in the morning when I'm having my quiet time with God is going to look completely different from my prayer um, that I'm doing quickly at work, right? So make sure that you're making prayer a lifestyle. There are only things that will happen through prayer and fasting. And so this month in Open Door October, because I'm believing God to open doors for us spiritually, um, we are going to be praying. We're going to have a prayer challenge and then we're going to be intentional about our prayers. But two, we're also going to be fasting because I want us to make prayer and fasting a lifestyle. Because again, the Bible tells us that there are only certain things that will come about through prayer and fasting. And so, yeah, I pray that this episode um, is a blessing to you, especially those of you who feel like prayer is like this hard concept. And the more you pray, the better you'll get at it. Right. Um. And ask God to give you a desire to pray more. Ask God to give you the desire to want to seek him more. Because I promise you, he'll do just that. And let's pray and ask God to help us to take him out of the box. We got to get God out of a box. um, Because a lot of us are limiting what God wants to do in our lives. Because we um, are putting him in a box. And so I pray that this um, episode blesses you. I love you. I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. Make sure that you connect with us at Release Women on Instagram. And you can also follow my personal page, Jess, Jessica Janae on IG. And of course, I'll put the links to both of my pages on um, in the show notes. So have an awesome day. And I will see y'all back next Monday. Have an awesome week. My girl.